Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down the eastern seaboard. I've got my diesel wound up, and she's running like I never before. There's a speed zone ahead, but all right, I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got ten Ford gears and a Georgie overdrive. I'm passing little white lines, and my eyes are roving wide. Just passed a Jimmy and a white. I've been passing everything in sight. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. It really seems like a month since I kissed my baby goodbye. I could have a lot of women, but I'm not like some other guy. I could find one to hold me tight, but I could never make believe it's right. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Well, the ICC is checking on down the line. I'm a little overweight and my log was way behind. But nothing bothers me tonight. I can dodge all the scales all right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. My rig's a little old, but that don't mean she's slow. There's a flame from a stack and the smoke's pulling back as cold. My hometown's coming in sight. If you think I'm happy, you're right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight.
Well, hello, good evening, everybody, and welcome to The Pulse, coming to you live from downtown Anderson. Those of you that don't know where Anderson is, we are in the interior of Alaska. First of all, I want to welcome you all to the show. I see a lot of new listeners out there tonight. Um, once again, we are in the interior of Alaska, and uh, I'm in downtown Anderson, that is. I see a couple that are in Midtown, Uptown, you know. Anyway. <laughs> All righty. Thank you for joining the show tonight. We've got kind of a hot topic that we'll be getting into tonight. Um, we'll uh, go ahead and talk about that here in a little while. First of all, I'm going to get some news out there. want to let you know that the fan page is up now also. Um, I just uh, kicked that in. Um, so if you're able to, you're able to join in and jump on the fan page on there and be able to, uh, be a part of that. Also, if you're new on here, please follow the show. If you're following the show, you'll be able to, uh, see when we go live and of course, all the updates that are happening. All right. Uh, first of all, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, get the news out of the way here. Uh, I do have a co-host tonight, and he's welcome to join in. Uh, let him jump on here, too, and uh, we'll get that rolling, too. All right, let me send this invite over there, and we'll get this going. All right, here. And co-hosting with us tonight, we have the Wild Wild Dust Man. Mr. Scott, coming in from 
all the way from Tucson, Arizona. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the show tonight. Hello. <laughs> I picked the tune just for you. <laughs> yeah, th- th- thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy boots and speedos, right? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Tonight, just to get things rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got Robin going. We got a few of them going out there right now. <laughs> All right, too fun. Anyway, I had to play with that one. Scott, welcome to the show, and thanks for co-hosting with me tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go ahead and roll through a few things here. First of all, let's go ahead. Everyone's already asking about the weather, what it's doing out there. Anyway, current conditions here in Anderson, Alaska, it's currently 42 degrees. We have a low of 24 tonight. Going in tomorrow, Thursday, we got a high of 41, a low of 28. It's going to be cloudy through the day. It's going to get a little bit breezy at about 10 miles an hour. Uh, no chance of precipitation. Boy, jeez. Go ahead, Scott. Say precipitation three times. Yeah. Perspiration. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Going into Friday, we're going to start chilling down real quick here. Friday, we got a high of 34 and a low of 24. And guess what? They're calling for snow. Uh, Friday, we're calling for snow. We've got an 86% chance going in, breezing about five miles an hour. So if you do not have everything covered up and ready out there in the yards and whatever else you got going out there, be aware that uh, we got snow coming in Friday. High of 34, low of 25 with an 86% chance. Going into Saturday, we've got a high of 36, low of 20. Going to drop that down to about 25% chance, and that breeze is gone. Going into Sunday, we got a high of 37, low of 17. Going to be partly cloudy through the day and only about a 7%. Yeah. So that's your weather. That's what's happening here in the Denali Borough for Anderson. All righty. Also, uh, let's go ahead and throw these numbers out there. Yeah, everyone's shooting me messages here on the side already. Um, let me get the, the COVID numbers out to you right now. Uh, Denali Borough from September 8th through the 21st. Uh, that's a two-week period. We have had 29 new cases uh, here in the Denali Borough, three of those uh, accounting for yesterday. Now, these 29 cases, you have to remember, are not just here in the borough. They are our travelers. They do not separate that. So anyone that's staying in Denali at the lodges, that sort of thing, um, they will be uh, counted into our numbers. Um so for the last two weeks, we've had 29 new cases and three as of yesterday that just came in new. Alaska blew out the records today. Uh, new COVID numbers that are showing up is 1,251 for the state. Um, about 1,095 of that was for the state of Alaska. The other was travelers. Uh, for vaccine information as of Wednesday, um, they are currently uh, 60 we are currently at 62.6 percent vaccinated with the first shot and 58 percent that is fully vaccinated also uh dunleavy announced today that nearly 300 new rns uh registered nurses that will be coming um to alaska and 100 nursing assistants uh they're expected soon within the next week or two uh, according to his uh thing that he threw out there today 
All that is coming in on an $87 million contract from the FGSA, uh, bringing those in, bringing those workers in to help out here in Alaska. So that's your COVID numbers right now. Okay, other thing that we got to get out here. Uh, just a reminder, Clear Sky Lodge, um, they are open Wednesday through Sunday, closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, current opening time is at 3 p.m. Uh, remember that the grill is open till 10 p.m. Um, they also got some things going on. The pool tournament has fired up again Friday nights at 7.30. And Saturday, it's still kind of up in the air, depending on uh, what's happening with the weather. They were doing some little tournaments out in the beer garden there and uh, also talked about getting uh, trivia wrapped up and get that going again. Also, just reminder, uh, Roughwoods in Ninana open six days a week, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. They are closed on Tuesdays, and a reminder that they do serve breakfast all day. All right, Scott, boy, I'm rattling this stuff off pretty quick here. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, this just in, uh, also just an update here. Um, as a reminder, we know that uh, Horizon Medical has partnered up with the Denali Borough. Um, we are still testing. They are testing here in Anderson. Uh, Anderson testing is on Tuesdays from 12 to 1 p.m. And that's happening right in front of the uh, Anderson School Library there at the turnaround. Just look for the red ambulance there and they are doing testing here on Tuesdays. And Tri-Valley in Healy at the Tri-Valley Community Center, Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, 4.30 to 6.30 p.m., and Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, they are also doing um, uh, rapid testing there. Rapid testing is done by appointment. Uh, if you need the number for that for a rapid test, you can call 683-4433 and get that set up. All right, uh, just a little bit more no, uh, news here. Also, just a reminder, coming up on October 5th, is the Ninana elections. Uh, that's going to be happening on October 5th for the city of Ninana. Uh, that's going on at the, uh, let's see here, at the Civic Center. And that's happening from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on the day of election. So that's October 5th. And that election, of course, is for the school board, the mayor, all sorts of stuff that's happening there in the city of Ninana. All right, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. let me see here. Oh, yes, I will throw that out. Someone just shot me another message here on the side. Um, Denali Park, uh, the park road is still open right now. Um, it actually opened on the 16th, um, and basically it's going to remain open till the snow gets thick enough to where they got to shut it down. Um, it's currently running, uh, let's see here, up to mile 30. I believe right now. Let me double check that. Uh, Teknika, yes, it is. Rest area, mile 30. So the Denali Park Road is running up to mile 30 right now. It is open. Uh, they did close it, uh, of course, uh, access after mile 33 because of the landslide up there on the road, and they'll be working on that. But the Denali Park Road is open. All righty, boy, I'm rambling the news off here pretty quick. Uh, someone asked earlier uh, about what's happening with the PFDs. PFDs are currently locked in at $1,100, uh, so be aware that that is what's happening right now. Uh, the other thing that is happening with the PFDs is Dunleavy is uh, 
letting it rip to open up another session, uh, another special session to try and get the rest of it uh, rolling on that. I've not seen any updates on that right now. But if you do have any updates on that that maybe I missed, you can also send them here. Uh, you can email them to me at the pulse in Anderson and Ninana at gmail.com. And I'll make sure and get that stuff out on the air. All right, Scott, I'm out of breath. How'd I do? You, you did fine. I have a, I have a, a general question uh, when you're talking about travelers uh, coming through and testing. Um, yeah. I was uh, reading an article that, you know, certain vacation spots, are more desirable to people right now because when they go to the hotels, certain hotels and certain chains of hotels are actually offering free COVID testing. So it's easier for you to land there and then leave essentially. Yeah. So I was going to ask, do you know if any of the resorts are um, any of the hotels there you know, maybe around Denali. Do you have you heard that they're they're doing free COVID testing for their their guests? I know that we do uh, free COVID testing here in the Denali borough. Okay, um, we do have the Canyon Clinic. I think it is still open right now. I'm not quite sure the closing date on that, uh, but we have the can uh, the Canyon Clinic, which is up towards Denali in McKinley Park. And we also have the Tri-Valley Community Center, which is in Healy, and um, also here in uh, in Anderson on Tuesdays. So let me gotcha. see some stuff up there. Hotels offer or city. You know what? I honestly don't know if the hotels are throwing anything in there or not. I know the buses have stopped running for the Princess and stuff. They're pretty much closing everything down. Uh, for the season right now, I would imagine they probably don't have a whole lot of guests even staying right now and right. shut down, you know? Yeah. The, the, the one big uh, destination I was hearing right now is Cancun. So all the resorts in Cancun, they're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to go visit there and not have to worry about if they need to run or do s- separate preparation or, you know, whatever they need to do, they can, the hotel takes care of them. So all of the big hotel franchises down there that if you go and stay down there, they'll take care of you, you know? Uh, So, you know, well, they they won't help you not get COVID. Right. But, but they, but, but they'll at least let you know, like for free, you know, if you need to get a test right before your, your airline, depending on what country you're flying back to, because it's, not you know just us right it's people right. from all over the world and that's what's happening in cancun right now people from all over the world are swarming in there because they're making it extremely easy to get in and out oh, so, okay. so that's kind of what the, the point of the whole story was was big huge tourism boost all of a sudden because of the ease of following reg- regulation essentially uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Well, like all our restaurants are currently shutting down. I know um, Black Diamond is closing. Their last day is actually tomorrow, I believe. Uh, the Black Diamond up there at the golf course in Healy. I know uh, Sunday is the last day for Rose's Cafe. They're shutting down there in Healy. Um, we do have some that are still staying open, you know, through the season. But uh, I haven't gotten an accurate count on that right now. Well, what if I have a, a black golf ball? 
you know what? (laughs) (laughs) One thing you'll be able to find real easy. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. Okay, we got another. uh, Hang on. Let me take care of this real quick. Hello, Praveen, and good evening. Hey, Praveen, Uh, how you doing? Let me take care of this. We just got trolled again, and I just took care of that. All right. uh, Sorry about that for any of those watching the chat box. We seem to get some trollers that sneak in here every now and then, and I can't stand that. I guess, uh, you know, I could always make the show private, but then what would be the use of that? It's too many. We have too many listeners. We're currently up to, like, an average of 1,500 listeners right now, and they're all over not just in Alaska. We have them all the way from, uh, well, we've got Praveen on right now. Praveen, it's, uh, he, he's in India. It's currently, let's see, 9.30, like uh, 10 o'clock there right now in the morning. <laughs> Eight, 8.30? I think so. Is it uh, 9.30 over there? Anyway. My, my guess is 8.30. Praveen's going to have to correct us, but... Uh, that's uh, <laughs> there Yeah, that's because you're probably watching. Your, you're looking at your world time watch, right? No, now. no, no, I'm, I'm not. I have this memorized. You know, I... I, I, I yeah, I had, a, I had a meeting this morning in, in Hyderabad, and I am going to have one tomorrow morning. It's uh, 6.30 p.m. Praveen's time. So, oh, okay. so, so between now and then I've got to get some sleep, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like with that, <laughs> right. All righty. Well, I see we've got a few more listeners that have joined in. Uh, <laughs> he just woke up because we're live right now. Ah, that's cool. Let's your day off Praveen. Uh, Cause usually you're at work by now. <laughs> All righty. So uh, I did post what tonight's show is about. And uh, the reason why is I, I happened to watch it. Uh, what we're talking about tonight is the Denali Borough School District, uh, the board meeting that happened last night. And I did watch it. I watched it all the way through. And this morning, uh, the pulse line here, we just got bombarded uh, with stuff of what happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of explain things of what happened last night, uh, where they went to. And, uh, I'm also going to throw out a little info as to how our school board works, our superintendent and that sort of thing. And, uh, then we can have some questions and comments after that. So officially we did our startup, uh, that was back on, I believe it was on the 12th, August 12th, that we came in on a startup as a uh, mod C. Mod A was uh, mandatory mask. Mod B was 12 and under to be mask. And mer- uh, let's see, mod C was to basically it was a choice. Um, the choice came through uh, to where it was basically up to you, up to the parents, up to the child, whether they were wearing mask or not. Well, it had been revisited last night, and the vote had taken place again uh, during a special session of revisiting it. And uh, the vote came same to two, uh, seven to two to basically go to mandating mask in our schools right now. 
Now, let me let me start with this, how this first began. Uh, the first beginning of this, there was quite a bit of uh, the community members that were involved, that uh, participated in what was happening in the school board meetings. They actually put a poll out there, uh, whether to mask or to unmask, going back to our schools. And I believe the number was about 70% of the polls came in to go in as to choice. Um, you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You don't, don't wear a mask. And that left an opening. Um, with that opening, uh, we did have a couple cases that were, um, that had been uh, certified cases. And of course, that jumped everything into overdrive right away. And then we had this special me meeting and everything flip-flopped. So I want to talk about uh, Scott, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and read over some stuff right now here. I know you and I have talked about it lately, about what's been going on here and uh, kind of what's been going on down there in the lower 48. So first of all, I want to talk about uh, the Denali Borough School District. Uh, for those that don't know, they do have a mission statement. The mission statement this year is, Nurturing, empowering, and inspiring today's student to positively shape tomorrow's world. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty wonderful. I I must admit uh, that mission statement is amazing. Um, I also looked up the mission statement for the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development today. Their mission statement is an excellent education for every student every day. So we've got some, we've got quite a bit of, uh, they've been throwing in some stuff here. And, uh, uh, you know, going along with these mission statements, I wanted to talk to you guys because of how these things work, how our school board works, how our, super, our superintendent works, and that sort of thing, to where they, how they come to these kind of conclusions. One of the things I want to say is, first of all, you have to admire what they do because they do do a very hard job uh, making these kind of decisions from our superintendent to the school board to going into our schools, you know, that it trickles on down the line, down to our principals, into, of course, the staff in the schools, our teachers, our, you know, teachers' assistants, our substitutes, and right on down the line. So I wanted to give you guys kind of a hint as to what is the roles. And we're going to talk about the roles right now. Um, we're going to talk about the role of the school board. Okay. School boards all have goals. Um, most of the goals for the board shall be to use student achievement and data when making decisions. Okay, that's number one. This should be continuing to base decisions on the strategic plan and prepare to re-enter the strategic planning cycle at any time. Third thing that they need to do is ensure that any new board member um, gets the proper training and uh, during their induction and gets training all the way through. Now, one of the biggest things for the board members 
that I think is one of the key points here should be improve board communications with the public. That's quite, that's, uh, that's a big one. That's a big one right there. Now we do have our borough is uh, not exactly the hugest borough in the world. Um, we do have a, you know, uh, amount of schools. We have Cantwell, we have Tri-Valley, uh, we have Anderson. And of course we do have the online schooling also that's being taken care of. So other roles that we needed to talk about is of course our superintendent. Okay. Uh, the superintendent has a very important role also. Okay. The, you have to look at the superintendent as basically the top executive in the school district. That superintendent, basically, he implements the school board's vision, especially by doing it in day-to-day -day decisions about educational programs. And, of course, that goes into spending and staff and this facilities. Um, the superintendent you know, hires and supervises and manages, you know, the school or schools staff to include the principals. And what we have to remember is one of the things that uh, watching the board last night, we had a lot of people stand up and speak and there were some letters that were sent in and that sort of thing that when it comes to the superintendent, he has no authority to change any action of the board. Okay, that's very important. So what had happened last night is uh, basically the board went to vote. We did have some people come up and they they spoke their their piece about what was happening. We had some against mask. We have some with it. And what happened last night was it flipped. It went from no mask mandate to mandate. Now here's here's what it uh, here's what it did. Now I'm going to stand on neutral ground here, but what I am going to say is the board should have, you know, they do have the right to do what they need for the school system. But I think one of the things that we did was doing the first roundabout on this was having the community involved and giving them a poll and a hardcore poll and say about what was happening. So when they did that poll, it came in 70%. That pretty much, you know, kind of put the nail in the coffin. I would think anyway. Now, you're never going to make anyone happy either way when it comes down to these kind of decisions. Um, I know of... Uh, of folks that pulled kids out of school because of going back to the mask mandate. And I'm sure there are kids that are going back into school because of the mask mandate. So you're never going to find anything happen. But the biggest question that I was brought to me and I wanted to talk about is where does the line draw? Where does it draw to where it is maybe infringing on the family? as to where it's taken maybe some of their right away um, as to making that choice. And it gets a little deep. So, uh, Scott, you're on the air, right? 
I hope I didn't lose my my co-host here. Oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you were muted. You were talking to yourself, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, so, I was just plotting a Circle K run. Sorry, it was a, a very <laughs> non-serious moment to have him there. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm okay. following along. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to be a, a nuisance, but uh, that, I'm totally, no, I, I totally following, following along. So tell me what's happening down in – I'm just going to – you and I talked about what's happening down there in the Tucson school districts, right? Right, right. And, and, and to even just start it off, you know – We've got, we've got a black and white situation okay. that only has answers in the gray. And there's not one. There's multiple gray answers. Um, and so it's always, it's always teetering, right? You always feel like you're teetering. No matter what you say, you feel right. like you might be going one way. And sometimes you feel like you don't even know which way you're going with any of it, right? Right. Um, you're, 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 you're like, you, you, you've, of course, everybody, everybody, especially when it comes to talking about children, you're overly protective. You're, you're, you're concentrated on safety, but at the same time, it's, you're, 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 tr you're trying to stick with some sort of, um, uh, I almost want to say normalcy for the children at the same time. Right. And, and that's sort of what, we're experiencing down here. Um, I, I've been very, uh, I, I guess, in tune with the local school district here in uh, the Catalina foothills. And okay. yeah, and, and they've, I've had quite a few conversations with principal, vice principal, um, yeah. uh, counselors down here. And we've right. kind of, you know, just kind of talk about like, how is this, what's going on in the mind of a child going to school right now. Right. And it's a really interesting approach to it. It's not an approach of what I as an adult believe. It's an approach to step inside the view of a child to see what they see. Right. Um, and, and Robin, I'm going to get to your points also up there just to let you know. Sorry, Scott. I just want to make sure that I acknowledge Robin and her comments in there. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I would, I would, I would just say that the two biggest things that I've heard through this is the principal um, that the, of the school that my son goes to, he, uh, she says that um, it's, that the discipline actions that they've taken against the children of the school right. are tenfold. Um, right. if, if at this point, uh, and I think what it was, she told me something like at this point, this many weeks in, we were at uh, 15 dis discipline actions with students, 15 different students, and we're approaching 200 at this point. Wow. Um, and, and so I asked, it's a simple question, right? Yeah. What do you think is, is gone on? I, I can just kind of jump in a couple things and throw in a harsh opinion at her, but instead I just let her talk and, and, and what she said was kind of amazing. She just said, it's the change, Right. It's not about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. It's the change that it puts on the children and that we have been going through this for a year and a half 
mm-hmm. you know, over a year and a half. Over a year. Over, yeah. Yeah. So, so third school one, one yeah. and three quarter. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we've been doing this and they've, they've uh, about a year and a half is I think why she said that is because I think that's when they did uh, home school, you know, online home. Right. Um, right. And, and she said that when they did come back, they did this thing where they came back with mask and then they took the mask away and then they came back with mask. And in Arizona, we never had an option C, which is very interesting. Okay. There's never been an option C in Arizona. There's only been restrictive. Everybody wears a mask all the time or nobody wears a mask at all. Okay. So, well, so when I, that's why I was going back to that whole black and white thing. That's right. what we see here. We see these like the, the forces go black and then the forces go white and then they go back. And then, and then the, 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 the time, right? It's right. a month and it's a month and a half. So I've seen, even seen it two weeks. I've seen it change in two weeks. Yeah. Here. And it's just, these kids are just like, okay, what's going on here? And, and, and the problem is, is it's not just mask at school, no mask at school. What they throw in is the, our option C here is home. Right. So that's the third option here. So it's, it's they're either bouncing from doing schooling at home online or they're going to school with a mask, you know, or they're not wearing a mask at all. And no matter what, there's somebody's upset. Right. You can't win. <laughs> you know, it's an can't it's a win. situation. Here's the thing I, I we heard last night. Um, we heard from a lot from quite a few uh, parents last night that got up and spoke. And that was the thing was the wavering back and forth is what's doing the damage. Of course, when our school, you know, when our schools, when our kids came back to school, they came in with a no mask requirement. So what does that do? That excites them. That gets them going. That says, hey, we can see our friends again, you know, and that puts things in a different perspective. You know, the big the big thing was last night was um the big fight was sticking to the community decision the first time. And uh, there was some, you know, some things being said of maybe we jumped to a conclusion too quickly, you know, of going back to the mask mandate. And of course it, it went on and on. And we, you know, in turns, you know, heard parents say, well, we're going to go ahead and yank our kids out of school now. You know, you're not making my kid wear a mask. Well, of course, before then, now we're hearing, you know, before then, well, if you make no mask required, we're yanking our kids out of school. So now you're in a now you're in a a situation to where, you know, how are you going to deal with this? You know, the the change is what's killing it right now. The constant change. Yeah. And. And I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely agree. And I'll even elaborate a little bit on the discipline, the, the discipline action thing. Okay. Um, so the number one thing that the kids are being disciplined on and what's going out of control is yeah. over socialization. It's like oh. the kids are making up something that, you know, that they've, they've been miss missed, missing out on. 
So yeah. they come back to school and they're, and especially like my, my son's in junior high. So it's like the, the apex of childhood. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So for, for them, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. These kids are trying to figure out who they are, what clothes they wear, how, what they talk about, um, what they're into, you know, they, they're trying to find an identity in a, in an environment that's constantly changing. And just think of it as, as you put yourself in your, your, your adult normal situation, uh, you know, can you imagine that if your job role changed every month and a half, um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of unbelievable. Or if you had to move every month and a half, because, the kids are a lot more impressionable and, and, you know, maybe not as sturdy to some things yeah. as we are, especially moving kind of thing. Um, and I think that really gets to the heart of it is what the kids are going through. That's what we need to concentrate. Um, and we need to sort of nurture and foster that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever that answer is. I, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spouting an answer out. At this. No, no, because um, there's, you know, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of answers out there. Um, you know, like Susie just put out, people are social creatures. Children are even more so. They are. They're social butterflies. You know, it's all part of their development, too, is being, right. being that social butterfly to be able to live in today's society. You know, and then like Robin said, I'm going to Robin's notes here. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. It's a fact. It is. And there's there's where we're hitting as to, you know, I've seen us try the mask. OK, I've seen us not try the mask. I've seen people get it with the mask. I've seen them get it without the mask. I've seen them be vaccinated and get it. I've seen it. Where does it end? You I know? got it. Dur- I got covid during full quarantine of the our entire state. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know, full quarantine, but we had curfews. You weren't supposed to be out and doing things, you know, that you weren't, you know, you, you had to get food or gas. It was essential only quarantine. That's right. when right. I contracted COVID. Right. Because, and it was during those essential pieces, I work, it. gas, food, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're, uh, so, the, so there is, there's a lot of truth to that. Like, there is. you know what, if, if it, it's almost like, you know, it's, it's like, you, you know, you go back to you know, all of the time in your life, you know, you, you're, you're a kid, you know, you're a teenager, but especially one of the most impressionable things is when we're a child and you hear your mom say, Oh, everybody's getting the cold or everybody's getting the flu or strep throats going around the school. Um, you know, those I remember that like that was a big deal, um, right. and and you you washed your hands you you know the the school put out flyers on how to keep your kids safe, you yeah, know. Robin uh, just but, put out from head lice and everything. Yeah, correct, the, absolutely, yeah. same it's, thing. It's right. like you, you you get the notes, you know, you get you get uh, the the warnings, you you get like check you know, check your child out, you know, maybe when he gets home today, make sure he doesn't have a fever because we had two cases. Uh, you know, we had, you know, two kids who got the flu yesterday or, or whatever. And, and it's, and, and I, I, I kind of, it's weird. It's almost like we're not doing that part anymore. Um, because I'm not seeing that involvement 
uh, localized. I'm seeing that involvement above being right. pushed down uh, outside of the school for, from, and it's not just, I know you, you're, this whole show is, was about a discussion about a school board meeting, but I right. even think it's even further up. I think it's, it's it the, 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 the government, you know, the, your county officials, your, uh, you know, well, you, you have borough officials, but you, you know what I mean? It goes right. up from that to the state, to the, to the U S government. These, these are being pushed down. And when they get filtered through, it's like, I, I swear these, you know, all of the bureaucrats in this country, they are always playing a bad game of telephone with each other. It's obvious that that's what's going on. It's right. like they all talk gibberish to each other. Right. And so, you know, here's the thing. Uh, by the way, Robin, you're live on the air. I went ahead and added you into the conversation. Um, right. You bet. Here's, here's the biggest thing I want to talk about right now. Okay. And the superintendent, I actually have a clip from the superintendent last night during the school board meeting. I'll play that for you. Okay. When do we stop worrying about the pandemic and start worrying about the kids keeping on track and making sure that they start to get the education that they need? Bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Okay. And there, that's our superintendent? Yes. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me go ahead and – would you guys like me to play that clip for you right now? Our, our superintendent is a great man. He really he is. is. He, is, he is wonderful. I give every bit of respect in the world to Dan Polta. Mm -hmm. um, he is very uh, – the way he speaks, the way he cares for he our children. He puts the children first. Yes. He puts the children first no matter what. And the okay. education. Yes, and their education. Yep. And he actually said last night for the first time coming into a school board meeting that he didn't have anything elevating to say, which is mm -hmm. a hard thing for a man like that, that cares so much and puts everything in the world into our kids, into our teachers, into our kids, into our, the staff. And well, that's his job, and yeah, you know. But he's in that job for a reason, because that's true. You know, it's his life. It it's his life. It's the teacher's life, and that's their protection. Is him? It is. It is. Would you guys like me to play that clip? Yes, if you would. Okay, as I know, a lot of people on here didn't hear that. Um, there's quite a few people on here right now, and I'll. How go many ahead. responses do you get from that one? Oh, you would not believe it. Um, there was so many. I, I mean, they were coming in the pulse line like right after the meeting. Good last and night. negative, both. Um, some yes. I I leaned more towards no um, because they felt like, you know, like I said earlier on the show, that they were a part of something when the decision was made, and then there to dispute. Yes. Um, okay. That, that's the thing, because they were part of it, of the decision to begin with. A poll went out okay. for the smart start. 70% uh, came in saying, okay, here we go. We're going in with no mask mandate. Then, mm -hmm. of course, that comes through. And then I, I got to say it. There was a few board members that were not happy with that. And they kept badgering it and badgering it and badgering it. Until finally we came to yesterday 
and a new vote was put in. Well, Mr. Oakley, yes. Uh, answer me this: Was this ever brought up? You know, okay. Here, you guys are the parents of these children. You mm-hmm. want so much to get an education, but now you have a job five days a week that you need that paycheck. Now, yeah. if your boss mandates mask, are you still going to go work because you disagree wearing that mask to work or what? Uh, are you asking me personally? No, I'm just I'm just making an example. Example, if you want it from me. Uh, of these, you know, of okay. these negatives. Right. And it, there's the problem is we went into a smart start. Like I said, I, I went down with all the models, model A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. The problem that I did not get to talk about was uh, was mod B. Uh, mod B, the problem with that one was, here's here's where it came up, was masking students 12 and under. So say if you have two siblings, mm-hmm. one's 10 and one's 15, they're both going to school. Yeah. You have one that's wearing a mask, one that isn't. Yep. What kind of attention is that going to put at home what, on the family? You know, so-and-so has to, you, we've been there. We've done that. Right. We have. We, we get that every day at home. Right. We grew up in that. <laughs> right. Right. right? <laughs> you, but, know? you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Mr. Polta for putting that fact out. Yeah. You know, and put these masks aside. Let's let's focus on the education. There of the we children. go. Okay, we need to start focusing on the children. Yes. That's where I'm it, getting. It, it's not about the it's not about the mask. Right. To me, my opinion, if you're gonna get COVID, you're gonna get COVID. If you've been vaccinated, it's still proven still that you that still chance. get COVID. We have proof of that. Okay. Right? And then we had proof, of course, the CDC came out and said, Well, you can get it once. You're and not gonna get I it just, a second time. I well, just read. It, yeah, my dad know, got it twice, and they possibly suspected he got it three times. I just read um, the health health services somewhere here. I think right. it was Tana Chiefs pointed out, even if you are vaccinated, there's a good chance, possibility that you still will get the virus. Right. These are not proven to protect you from no, it. No, nothing is right now. Nothing is. And right. that that's just my point. If you're going to yeah. get it, you're going to get it. You know, so let me go ahead and play this clip for you. OK, okay? I, I actually this was at the end of the session and uh, Dan went ahead and decided to uh, to speak. And let me go ahead and put that on right now and I'll pause it as we need it. OK, okay. and we can kind of go over it here. What's funny is I don't even have children in school and I'm concerned. Well, that's because it's part of our community. Our it's children our community, it's our future, community. dude. Yeah. You know, our, our children in this community, we all treat them like they are our children. It takes a village to raise a child. It does. Here we mm-hmm. go. All right, let's go ahead and listen to this. I'm going to go ahead and fire this up. Scott, you ready there? Scott's probably at Circle K picking up a, <laughs> a D-backs dog and, a, you know. And a slushie. I haven't left yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play this clip now. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Nurturing, empowering, and inspiring today's student to positively shape tomorrow's world. Now, honestly, tonight I'm, I'm just sad. You know, I don't feel good. 
just feel sad. In August, with the with the decision that you took, I felt challenged. Like it was hard. Now I just feel sad, and I think I feel sad because you know whether it's, it's listening to, to Ian speak or or to Jenna speak and going like, so I know that there are are people that go, hey, because of the decisions related to this pandemic, we're we're not meeting our mission. I'm gonna go ahead and pause there. All right. Now, here we go. Because we're dealing with the pandemic, we're not meeting our mission goals. Mm -hmm. Our mission statement. Nurturing, empowering, and inspiring today's student to positively shape tomorrow's world. Pretty pretty strong mission statement right there. It is. I, I just wanted to point that out. Let me go ahead and go on with the rest of the clip here. Okay. Yeah. Not, oh, oh, that great presentation that, that Krista referenced on crew and that work on developing this, this really great mindset in, in students, this encompassing, kind, supportive mindset. Not people saying, well, we don't want that. We don't want people challenged to produce high quality work. We're upset. We think that you're failing our mission. Because of something that will end, all pandemics end. Pretty straightforward right there, right? It, that's a very strong statement. And that's a very strong statement. And All pandemics end. Yep. Um, it's strong and it's true. It is. It's in our lives now. It, it's, it, it's his place to get up and say the truth of education. Right. And our children. Yeah. Let me keep it going here. Okay. You know, in March 2019, we didn't know how long this would last. We didn't know what it was like. We know so much more now. It were, it's more contentious and we, you know, we're, we're close to the end. Now, even a year ago, I was saying every day gets us one day closer to the end. At that point, it's got us one day closer to vaccine. In terms of schools, every day is one day closer to vaccine availability for all of our students. That availability is an incredibly powerful choice than that everybody has about the most powerful mitigation effort we can take. Both. Pretty strong, right? It is. You know, he speaks so intelligent. I know he this is. guy. I, from I years, give him all the credit in the world. You know, he's, he's very intelligent. I've known him for years. Back I, when he I, was our principal, yeah. basketball coach. Yeah. And uh, he's he speaks just as intelligent as he he is, you know, does that make sense? <laughs> it, it does. I have, I have every bit of respect for that man. Yep. Forever, for everything that he's doing for our children, for our schools and everything that he stands for. And you know what? He's hanging it out. He's hanging he out with it. Yeah. All right. Let me play a little bit more of this clip. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Individually and the effect that the vaccine has in stopping that chain of transmission building up our immunities in our bodies 
so that artificial means aren't really necessary. We're, we're close to that. And it's, it's, it's sad that because of, of actions that we're taking because of a, a very temporary condition. There you go. Temporary condition. Mm-hmm. They jumped into it. Okay. Yeah. We had a couple students that, that, uh, that tested hot. And all of a sudden, this is jumping in there right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, we already rocked the boat once. Here, it, here we're rocking it again. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Okay, let me finish some more of this clip here. We have been or are failing to achieve our mission. You know, every, every time we meet, I, I try to speak on the mission and try to say something kind of uplifting about it. And I think this is the first time I, I don't think I have, and I apologize for that. Yet nonetheless, kind of as I try to do it all the time, I, I, I try to be honest with you, whether it's informational or it's recommendation. And right now I just feel sad because I know there are, are more than more than one person, even in this room, and people in the room that feel that we're not meeting our mission. Mm. Woo. Okay. Yes. This is, this is why everyone wanted me to talk about this tonight. That that I, I like that he put put that out there. We're not meeting our mission. We're not meeting our mission right now. And you know, yeah, that okay. he realized that. <clears throat> yeah. He brought he brought it back to where it should should have been started out with. Right. We have a mission to pull through and we will carry it through, you know. And make it happen. And make Scott, it happen. You got any, anything you'd like to say? Let's see no, no, no. He, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Um, no, he's, uh, he's, he's a focused man. Yeah. Those are, those are, those are fo focus words. So we're very um, lucky to have him. And, very and, lucky. and, and it was a good, it was, it was cool that you started off the, uh, the show with with you know the creeds and mottos of of where he's coming from because now it's now it's perfectly clear it's in sight yeah i understand it so okay that was cool all right well let me uh let me keep on rolling here robin i'm gonna go ahead and keep the clip going here all right and i'd say the pandemic will pass the commitment to, to, to your child, again, and, and your child, whether you're, you're in this building going to school, whether you're homeschooling with people, whether you're homeschooling with idea, whether you're homeschooling and saying, we don't want anything to do with any other program. Our commitment is to help foster the growth of all the students in our borough. That's the over, like we have our mission, the overarching kind of order and structure legally is that we're here to support the growth and development of all the children in our borough. We need to remember that's still what we're doing, regardless of anything else that's happening, regardless of whether it's a, I'm choosing to be in Tri Valley or I'm choosing to be somewhere else. It's to do what we can for all of the children in our world. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, this I, is why I, I want all of this. you 
yeah, I wanted all of you a part of this, that anyone that was able to miss that meeting last night, mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted uh, you guys to hear our leader in the schools and, mm-hmm. and what he means to us. He should mean everything in the world to us because you know what? We have, um, um, you know, and it could be a man, it could be a woman. We have a person in place right now that wants to take care of our children and make it happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I've got very much more going on this clip. Let me go ahead and finish it out here. Okay. And then we'll discuss some more. Thank you, Dan. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess I hit that one dead on the number. That was the end of it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks for playing that, Brett. Yeah, I, I, I wanted everyone to hear that. And I, I, I know- back him up 100%. Yeah. Uh, and... I hope everyone listening right now takes it to heart what they are trying to do, Mm -hmm. what our superintendent is trying to do. We have lost some focus. We, we, we've lost some focus on putting the pandemic ahead of our children right now. And yeah. uh, Uh, Go ahead, Robin. Um, Spill away. I shouldn't even put this out there, but I'm going to, you know, if people, parents want to get really technical, they can call down to the Board of Education in Juneau and make a complaint. And that would not take them anywhere with our superintendent here in Denali Borough. We I'm have just a, putting that out there. Yeah, we have a good man in place. Um, Susie just put something out there. Uh, You know, um, Susie put out, people are not making informed choices. They're being led by fear. Mm -hmm. Um, That came up quite a few times in the meeting last night from uh, parents that spoke to all the way to a couple of board members, if I remember correctly, um, that fear is what's easily swaying and being put out, and that's where it's hitting the mark. Oh, and, man. You know, here we are. We, we had one gentleman on there from, from uh, I believe he was the chief of the Healy uh, Volunteer Fire Department that got up and spoke, and he has run 98 24-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Not one of those shifts has he had to do a transport for COVID in the Wow. Okay. That's impressive. Okay. Wow. So maybe we're pushing this thing a little too far. I I want to agree know? with that, you know? I do too. I want to tell you we're not. That. You got paranoid and then you got ease back. Right. Uh Give, give the virus some room. It's yeah. quit being so paranoid, man. Living in fear, like Susie said. Right. They're putting um, fear in front of your children. Right. 
And let me go ahead. Uh, I'm going to leave the lines open, too. If you have any questions or, or comments, you're welcome to call in right now. Um, I do see a bunch of listeners on there right now. If you have any any comments that you'd like to get out or anything like that, you're welcome to call in. Take it away, Brett. I got to go let my pup in. Okay, you go let your pup in. Call back if you'd like to, Robin. I appreciate you calling in. All righty. Uh, I'll leave you online. <laughs> so there we have it. This is this is where we're at with this right now. Um, I wouldn't have even, you know, as you guys all know, I am not, I am the farthest away from being a political person. But I tell you what, uh, there's some things that need to be thrown out there. And I believed after the response I got, believed that this is one of the things that needed to get out and get out on the air. All right. Do we have any other, uh, uh, let's see here. I'm also catching some notes here on the side. Let me, let me pull that up. By the way, that's another thing that came out today was if you guys uh, if you guys subscribe uh, one of the things uh, that came out today uh, actually about five hours ago was uh, the uh, the news miner has already put out a uh, a article on this as to what's happening Okay, uh, heading was universal masking will now be required inside the Denali Borough Schools after a 7-2 vote by the Denali Borough Board of Education. <clears throat> masking had been optional since school started at the end of August. The mandate goes into effect on September 27th. Okay, so there's another thing that I need to bring up was I needed to bring up the date as when this is happening. Uh, September 27th is when it's kicking in, which is basically next Monday. Next Monday is when this is, you know. Now, we did have some of the board members come up, and I do have to give them some credit where credit is due. Uh, the president of the school board, uh, Mr. James Tench, had a lot of things to say. And one of them, and it's quoted in the article, and I was witness to it, said, I absolutely hate how this is tearing our community apart. There's no perfect solution or answer here. Some people will leave the school, just as many people may come back. There's no perfect win here. Who said this? James Tench. He is actually the president of the school board. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's a he's a he seems to have a you know really level headed on his shoulders, and um, but this goes back to the beginning, and I'm gonna say my piece on this, and I'm I may take flack for it, but I don't care because here's one of the things that happened on in August when that board meeting, uh, meeting boy, I tell you. Am I back in the Midwest? That's a mating. <laughs> wow. Scott, how'd you like that accent? We got a meeting. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> He's muted right now. He must be in the middle. <laughs> Watch. I bet you. I bet you anything. I can get him to come out of mute. Okay, you ready, Robin? I'm, I'm already. I'm already <laughs> back. Oh, <laughs> oh push that. Always getting pushed on. All right, <laughs> Praveen, you're you're live on the air right now. I'm sure you've been listening to our good. discussion. Hi, sir. Good evening to uh, okay. all. Good evening, Spard. Good evening, Praveen. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, all, um, sir? Um, uh, we are doing. I am doing well. I am doing well. Um, like I said, tonight you kind of hit us on a topic that's really hitting home here, which I'm sure you you guys are hitting the same thing there. Um, now, here's the one thing that, like I said before I got Praveen on the air here, was what I was going to throw out there. Was The one thing was they made a decision, and they made the decision to be available to switch it back in the case of an emergency as as superintendent Poulter said you know i believe he said that we jumped the gun or something to that effect and went back in this but what was so disheartening was once the decision was made every board meeting after that there was badgering going on that kept pointing back to the decision that was already made. They were beating it down. You're not going to get away with, I mean, you're not going to get away from that. No, that will you're always not. Be, you're not. It's always been that way in this community. It has been. I know that for a fact. And it's, it's just a big negative for the community right here. It is. It's hurting it. Look what it's doing right now. Oh, my pup's at it. She has a ball and she's at it. So if you hear me yell, that's the yeah. pup. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's one of the problems with our community, but I'm not going to get off the subject here. Right. Uh, just the negative of the community, of the badgering, and it's always going to be that way. It is. You know, all I can say, you know, I, I wanted to bring this up tonight because it's a very important subject. And you know, they have a hard job to do. The school board does, and so does Dan. But just as long as the teachers do, the principals do, the, you know, all the staff in the schools, all the way down to the bus drivers, have a job to do, and it all trickles. It's a trickle effect. And you know what? I I I just want to say I hope that they can finally start picking each other, quit picking each other apart and finally come together as a community, as yeah. a school board community. I, I got to put this out there. Throw it out. I know, I know we have some students that are old enough that would say this and agree with me. But yeah. For the younger ones, if they all got together, the kids, and said, the hell with these board members and parents, we're not doing it. They'd, uh, what do they call that? Uh, <laughs> or what they call that. Yeah. You know, put, put the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. You well, know. There was one person that came up. Uh, yeah, there the, was the, the, the freshman in high school, right? Yes. Yes. I should try yeah. to find that clip, huh? Uh, 
Put the shoe oh. on the other foot, everyone. These kids, ask them of their opinion. Right. It's about you, your education. Yeah. It we is. as parents will always want the safety education for our children. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Um, um, was, Scott was actually on the phone with me last night during the school board meeting when I had it planned. Mm -hmm. And a freshman in school actually stood up and said something about it. Good. You know. That's what I was going to say. They boycott us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What Susie threw out there? It is said that some are being that way. It's setting a horrible example to our children. Yes, it is. You don't like the decisions of the majority. Then throw tantrums. Throw tantrums until you get your way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is well, that what we're doing? Wow. Uh, hey, I watched it happen. Maddie, no, no. I I'm I sure. watched it happen. I did. You know, uh -huh. this I tomorrow this thing and people I can't with us be with us here tonight. I know this this is going since I put it out for the subject, this thing is going to be, you know, this this show is going to download like crazy tomorrow. Uh, I bet there's going to be a lot of hate mail. Oh, I'm sure I'll get it. I'm just saying. I'm sure I will. You know, I probably get unfriended on Facebook. Hey, yeah, I've been liked, I've been disliked, but you know what? I do gotta say, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it, it's as my old man used to say, it's all part of growing up. You yeah. know, I mean, my mom <laughs> says there'd be days like that. Yeah, there is. Yep. I would like to, it's okay. I still love you. <laughs> There's Susie jumping in. <laughs> I, should, I should try and find that real quick. Let me see if I can find it here. Hey, um, since we're on the subject here. Yeah. Uh, did you read any report of what Nana school is doing? Are they masked up again? I they are masked they are. up right now. I thought so. Yes. I thought that's what I read. Up. They are masked up again. As of today or yesterday, one of the two. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me find this clip here because this is. I think that's all right there. Thanks for the show tonight. I haven't drank coffee for a week. Well, I'm drinking it right now just for you. I am too. I Like right. I said, I haven't drank coffee for a week. Lee's been gone for a week. My coffee let me see buddy. here. Let, let me. Let me uh, let me cue in here. See the change, or we can see it improving. Okay, that's one of it. I think it'd be really. Let me see. I want to. I'm. I'd like to find that. That one area of the clip here, and I'll get it out on the air. Actually, I just thought about it. I don't know if I should put that out on the air or not. Oh, Susie, no way. I, uh, no. I just thought about that. I hope not, because I'm against this vaccination. I don't want that in yeah. my system. It's not working. I don't want it. Yeah. Uh, Susie, just, uh, just wait till you watch them. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. You ready for this? We just found out yesterday that a mandate has already been handed down here in Alaska. Where? <laughs> where uh down in 
There you go, Susie. Thank you. It was passed down down in Juno. Okay. Juno has mandated a um, mandated for the staff to. uh, All right. Thank you, Praveen. I appreciate you being on the air with us. Uh, Nice to hear from you, Praveen. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Really appreciate you. you. Yes, I'm walking on the road. Yes, I'm walking. Yes, sir, I'm on the road, just uh, away from the store. Yeah. Oh, okay. Be careful, buddy. Yeah, be very careful out there. Yep. Mask up. <laughs> I think you want to. How can I send the pizza to you? Yes, I want to Thank send you. the pizza. Thank you for inviting, sir. I think. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Um, that was Praveen in India. It's always a joy to have him on. It really is. You know. All right. Uh, okay, so you ready for this, Robin? Yeah. The staff has been mandated for vaccinations in Juneau, in the school districts. In the school district. That is correct. Not in the governor's office itself. No. Okay, we'll, we'll bring that up. That, okay. I, I thought being the governor's office itself right there at the Capitol. Right. Nope. It happens to be in the school district. So here's here's what we, we talked about last night was uh, they have mandatory vaccinations True. or they have to be weekly tested. Okay. Just talking in the transportation side of it, there's well over, um, I think the guess was 60, somewhere in there. So now you have a test that's anywhere from five to eight hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, they may be more. They may cost more. I'm I'm just guessing here. Okay, so just in one week alone, let's let's just figure it at at eight hundred dollars a pop. All right, you are burning forty eight thousand dollars a week just in testing. And that's not a small school either. No. So here we go. Well, they'll 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 see the numbers, and maybe do something. Maybe you know, turn it around. You know, delete that option, or right. maybe they'll keep doing it. Who knows? Susie Susie made a a, a great point. Who's paying the bill for all that? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Maybe they'll see the numbers and okay, do away is. with it. Yeah, all students, all school employees, and all contractors of the district, including school bus company employees. Okay, so now we're going into, instead of 60, we're going into maybe 200. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I, I just, I hope it doesn't come up here mandatory. I seriously we're, don't we're want talking one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a week. If that's 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 being on the high side, I'm saying that that all of them needed to get tested instead of are vaccined. You know what but, I? You know what I'm seeing? What? I'm seeing a lot of people moving out of Juno. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real good possibility there. <laughs> Maybe I will put this house up for sale. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> what do you mean our property value is going up, Robin? We're looking good. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Scott, who sucks. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I'll move uh, far, far away. Yeah. Scott, did I get you there? Yeah, he's he's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I could get him out of mute. <laughs> you know, no, no, I'm 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 here. We're 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 getting California prices all of a sudden for homes. So, are you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The our our house, our home value is just shooting through the roof. Really? So, oh yeah, yeah. Is it because yeah. you got that new band playing down there? What band? That new Tucson <laughs> band. I got a clip of them. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe you used that to to, to burn me. <laughs> How you like it, Robin? Hello, yeah. everyone here on the show. Tucson's national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Burn. <laughs> holy crap Susie cost them half a million that's in one month well, look at how big California is too <laughs> alright wow. I'll kill the tune <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to find a place to use it tonight <laughs> did you like that Robin I did a little twangy there Right. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, can we move on with the subject? Sure. Or move away from it. Sure. <laughs> <You're> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk right. about some moose. Okay. First of all, let's finish up with that. Um, first of all, I want to thank you all for being a part of it. That part of the show, like I said, it was a pretty strong point tonight. Um, I'm getting messages on the side here right now, letting me know that uh, they really enjoyed that I brought this up and, and got some awareness out there as to what's going on. And uh, with that, that'll be it. Let's kill that subject off unless it gets revisited again on one of our other shows. We'll see if anyone else brings it up. All right, Robin, you want to talk about moose? I want to talk about moose. Any you locals out there? Have your husband's boyfriend's gotten a moose? Mine hasn't yet. I had moose last week. Actually, the beginning of this week. You know what Susie made? No, no. I'm talking about going out and shooting one. Oh, yeah. I haven't. I, yeah, that work thing kind of got in the way. You've been out in the woods. I plan on going out in the woods. I just want to go grouse hunting right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to go grouse hunting. I'm I out of grouse. Heard, I haven't heard too many guys bringing in moose. Um. I've heard from everyone that I have talked to. Did they? Um, looks Larry like Larry uh, did. Yeah, Larry, Larry did, did? Uh, way back. Yeah, and Willie got one too. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's trying to get us some fast food. She says no one's got one. Road kill. Over one on the road tonight. Road kill. <laughs> The last time we bounced one off the hood of the truck, I grabbed it, field stripped it, threw it in the back. We ended up down in Fairbanks. What got in the back of the truck? Freaking dirty birds got in there and got my grouse. 
picked it clean. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I like that. I tried to mine over tonight. <laughs> well, you can eat for effort. Roadkill. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. I think it was a shared one. You know, brothers. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, is that like the the most common big game that people pull in? Yes. Moose and uh, tourist. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Send more next year. Yeah, right. We ran short this year. We ran short this year, so they didn't tag out. Um, anyway. <laughs> yes, Our grizzlies that, are hungry. Right. Is, um, there, is there a, a raffle system for a tourist tag? <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, all you do is wait for them to drive by in one of those rental RVs. <laughs> They're easy to spot. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, gosh. Hey, without them, hey, they keep our economy going. You know, I like tourists. I'm going to have a tourist next next uh, next month here. I'm sorry to say, I, no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> you don't like tourists? Would you invite no, one into your home? No, I don't. You don't? Even no. if they were a close tourist, a close friend tourist? Hey, I tell you what, I had family here for a month. Wow. Oh, I know. You, <laughs> you and I talked. That was brutal. <laughs> tell me about tourists. <laughs> hey, hey, and now I got one coming in uh, in a couple <sighs> weeks from New York. Oh, but really? She'll be here just for one day. Yeah, she went to school here. Back look at, look at what school. Susie just posted. Well, Scott, no visit to Robin. <laughs> That's right. You stay away. You know, Scott will be over there sitting in your living room saying hi and drawing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I came over to the yard to see the moose, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I'll have any moose this year. Not with this pup. No. no I you never know. Huge plans to loiter in Anderson. That's You're going like, to loiter? Yeah, yeah, totally. Just I'm just going to hang out in places I'm not supposed to. That's that's my one of my goals. At least one day of doing that. There you go. I'll, I'll show you. Right. <laughs> what? Oh, what? yeah. I forgot. Rick has to roll out the red carpet for you. Yeah, yeah. He does. He does. I talked to Rick earlier today. Rick has been working his tail off, by the way. Um, he's been out logging, and uh, he don't get home real, real early. And when he is at work, he's down in down in one of the haulers, you know where the hauler is? And, uh, you know, there ain't no phone service down there. But I did catch him by a phone call today, and he's been working. Because I miss having Rick on the air, too. Rick I mean, Gibson from uh, Roughwoods. Yeah, yeah, Roughwoods oh. Rick. Yeah, he's oh. out. He's out doing logging. So uh, yeah, he's been he's been buried down there in the holler. So oh. no, I have not. Uh, you know, like I said, there's very few that have gotten a moose this year for one reason um, that I am hearing is everyone keeps running into each other out there. <laughs> I am dead serious. I, hey, yeah. My friends just came in yesterday or the other day, two days ago, I think it was. Yeah. And she said the trail was brutal. Really? Yes. Uh, who else said that? 
Oh, oh, some other guys said the trail was brutal too. I think it's from all the rain we've had. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I'm in the comforts of my living room. I, I took I, a ride. Me and Susie took a ride out last week, hopped in the side by side and went out to, uh, out to the Crescent Trail out behind the base there. Really? And, How was it? Um, it wasn't too bad. It really wasn't too bad. So, but we haven't checked on the other side, on Long Pond side yet, on the other side of the tracks. Hey, let's suit up this weekend and do that. What, go take a little ride? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can sneak out. I'll grab Ma and throw her in the side-by-side. Well, throw her gently. Uh, No, she jumps in there. She loves them side-by-side rides. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's, let's plan on that. Okay, we'll 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 talk about it and see what we can we can do. Yeah, like like always, we gotta watch the weather. 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 The weather. Yeah. The weather. Okay. Yeah. We gotta you, sound watch like Elma, you, you sound like Elma Fudd there. Um, uh, been talking to Brett Oakley. Have you? Who Let's do? see. Here, here's how you could tell when 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 Wobbin's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh shit. Maybe I don't want to take a ride with you. With a finish. You gotta have the finish, right? Okay, that Wasquee Wabbit Wobbin is on the air. She talking about the weather. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you notice Scott's intro song earlier today? I did. Now, did Scott get off or is Scott still on? Scott's ah, still, he's on? still on. I'm, he's still, still, I'm still here. Scott, where at in Tucson do you live, if I can ask? I don't know uh, my way around there, but my parents lived on Oracle. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a, gosh, where Oracle would be. I'm uh, just east uh, in the foothills of the south side oh. of the Catalina Mountains. I actually, where I live is county land, so. Um, okay, I, I know where you're right. located at, yeah. Yeah, so. It's uh, nice Sabino, up there. Yeah, Sabino Canyon. I live uh-huh. at the, I, li- I can walk to the trailhead for Sabino Canyon. Wow. So, Yeah. Well, that's good. He's in, a, he's in a very pretty spot in Tucson. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a, uh, it, you know, Arizona is just filled with, you know, the, the cookie cutter homes that just go for miles yep. and miles. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and where I am, I, I live in kind of a cookie cutter home, but it's out, out no, here. Really. It's quiet. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the reason cutter. I was asking, cause there's a, there's a saloon bar slash, uh, restaurant across the street where my parents lived so i was wondering if you were in the neighborhood of that area at all and if you if you went to that place at all and i can't even remember the name of the restaurant now so never mind you're not talking bob's chop house are you no 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 it wouldn't be on oracle 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 i'm trying to yeah, think oracle, of oracle road so the the, the highway 77 right so that's, that's where the Tahiti bar used to be, right? Or is it still there? Was that on uh, Oracle or Speedway? 
No, yeah, no, that's that's in Midtown. That's uh, that's Broadway, actually. Okay, next oh, I'll have to look at that. Well, let me see here. If I lose you, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna look here quick. Mm-hmm. I might still have it in my phone. Uh oh. Well, I want to find the address. Scott, Do I still can you wait? It? Just a minute. The last okay. web is gonna go ahead and get you an info on it. We <laughs> <laughs> have to tease Robin now because she's. I don't about have it. Darn it! I don't have it. <laughs> mm. Actually, uh, you know, you know, you know, Tucson's kind of kind of known to have watering holes. Um, you know, wa- watering holes and homeless people. It's pretty much what it's famous for. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what was the name of watering those? holes and? <laughs> yeah. I'll go with you on that one. What, what was the name of that that place, that park I was across from last time I was down there? I don't know the name of that park, but we'll just call it Bum Park. That's <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Hey, my, yeah. Hey, hey where my parents lived, there, the Tucson Police Station was right on the corner behind their trailer court. But, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying I, to think of where that would be. I, I, I know don't... it's something west something west of some street i haven't been at a at at a police station in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been arrested lately <laughs> no no not at all um okay i'm sorry I well actually that's good that's good, that's good. <laughs> i should get off here man i'm gonna get my I'm putting my put down my throat deeper <laughs> yeah. Hey, we needed a laugh. It's like Susie says, after the seriousness with that COVID talk we had, we all need a laugh right now, right? <laughs> we could use one. Um, okay. Well. Um, but yeah, they lived like right behind the police station in Tucson right there of Sutton West Street. Yeah. And I, I, I always wanted to go in that station and take a tour of it. But my friends never wanted to, and I could never figure that one out. It's like, are you wanted? Are you being held on charges or something? You know, I'm from Alaska. I can come and go. You, I don't know. So I never did get to take a tour of that that big station. And the station, it used to be a shopping mall years ago. Oh. And uh. it's huge. Why you know it's now that you're saying it that way? I think I've heard of what you're talking about. Um, just didn't know where it was in town. Okay, the the bar across the street from it is Nevada Smith Saloon. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to take a peek at it um, and see if I know the area. Ne- Nevada Smith saloon yep nevada's smith's oh Mar- miracle mile okay Mar- oh, there, there you go mile. there you go yeah okay now okay. even i know where that's at yeah, yeah so, okay so, i'm not so lost where, anymore so yeah. where she's talking about is actually the little strip of of land between i-10 and evergreen cemetery the big giant cemetery yep. exactly yep. exactly okay. i know where that's at yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very, very uh, uh, frequented area. Very busy over there. It's, um, uh, no, the west side's were, no, what side is that? South? South side you don't want to go to. Yeah, yeah, and that's quite a bit of distance from there. Right. So, anytime yeah. it takes 
35 minutes to get 12 miles, it's a distance oh, in Tucson. It, it, well, it's uh, it, it, it could be worse than that. It could be 15 minutes for three. So, right. um, <laughs> you know. So anyways, yeah, they, they lived right in that hood, right across the street from Nevada Smith Saloon in a gated community trailer park. And yeah. on the corner behind it was the police station. Up the street to the left was a convenience store that you don't want to go to on a weekend night. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and most of them are, are like that, like, you know, in, in that, I would say in that area. Um, I'm trying to think of what they, most people would just refer to that area as Miracle Mile. Um, uh-huh. Right. Because right. you know, there's a, there's a historical relevance to to that name. Miracle Mile is the is the business loop that goes off the old highway mm-hmm. that all the old motels were in. You know, in the booming '50s '60s car culture uh, right. era. So you know, and I'm sure if you've been in that neighborhood, you've seen all the old motels. They're the 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 old car cor- uh, courts. You know, where the you you park your car right in front of your door. Um, and they're usually like U-shaped buildings with little, little, uh, you know, a residence or apartment, you know, motel rooms all around them. So some of those have been fully revamped. Um, people have bought them and they have cleaned them up and they've made them pretty. Some of them have been turned into like restaurants and, um, really? so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was actually a thing going, they even some, there's even some people who have bought, the old neon signs that are in that area and they've mm-hmm. redone them, which you know is extremely expensive. You could spend like oh, 15 yeah. grand just to do one sign. Um, you know, years ago before my parents had to move from the old trailer court where they lived, it was uh, actually a orange orchard or orange. Orange groves. Orange yeah. groves. There you go. Right. It was a natural orange grove that this guy had planted years ago mm-hmm. and it got the, the, the lot, whatever you call it, trailer park itself got bought out and my parents got the notice as the whole park did, you know, it's been right. bought out. You guys got to pack it up and move out because we're demolishing it. I actually used so to live in one of the orange groves in Mesa, in Mesa, Arizona. It was so um, sad to see. And now yeah. it's just, Oh, what would you call it? Elbow to elbow. Yeah, pretty apartments. much. Stuff's on top of each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, and, and that's like, you know, me and Brett are both from California. And you talk to people who've lived in California for generations. Um, and, and older folks remember the sea of orange groves when you used mm-hmm. to be in, living in Southern California. And it was one of the most beautiful things. And in, even in my lifetime, it wasn't very big, and but it was shrunk down to, Brett will know exactly where I'm talking about, in Redlands. San Bernardino County, Highland yeah. and Redlands, and that was Highland it. and Redlands. And it's yep. gone now. It's, uh, if, yeah. There's little patches left, but there's the big orange groves are all gone. All and gone. As you like can see, a- orange groves for miles and miles right. and nothing but trees with smudge pots sitting at the bottom. Yeah, it's just like know, beautiful my- green trees of like an ocean almost. Yeah. Like it's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, yeah. My parents, the old trailer court they lived in with the orange grove. As a matter of fact, that was the address, Orange Grove, Orange Grove Road. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. They could go out their back door, front door, yard, pick an orange, tangerine, lemon. Yep. And the smell in their of yard. the blossoms was awesome. Yeah. It was just so sad. My mom was so sad over I that. Think if you think about it, Scott, I think the only place where there's orange groves left is in Redlands. And we're talking around Redlands University because they plotted the yeah, school kind of around it. That's what I was saying. They're sold. Yeah. So yeah. the only, the only, the the only part of it that's actually left anymore is yeah. the people who bought the parcels of land that yeah. instead of bulldozing the trees down, they used them to shelter their new mansion. So right. the biggest buys was um, was the Mormon Church bought that huge plot that was up by like uh, I think it's like Fifth and. Cold yep. water or something like that. Right and it was like, oh, yeah, that was the biggest plot right there. Yeah, <clears throat> it's gone. It's gone. The Mormon Church bought it. They built a big temple. They bulldozed part of it for um, parking lots, and then they started selling off uh, plots for little mini mansions. And what was the name of that mansion restaurant off the ten there, coming into Highland? There was a Chevy dealer on one side of the highway, and then there was a mansion that was plotted in the middle of the orange groves that was a restaurant. Do you know what uh, I'm talking about? You know what you're talking about? I don't, I don't know. The, there, the, the, the big famous house in, in Redlands is Kimberly Crest, if I'm right. I do right. remember that. Yeah. So, and I know they do hold events there. People have weddings there. And, um, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. There was it was just right off the freeway where you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, no that that even that dynamic of of old Redlands that that we are talking about. You know, little downtown orange groves, little homes, uh, beautiful uh, what brick roads. I mean, they actually had it's not, not oh, yeah, cobblestone roads everywhere. Roads. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. You know, they're still there. Um, yeah. those yeah. old, those old homes are still there, but, um, the space is gone. That's, that's the difference now yeah. is all the space is gone. So, yeah. and, and I've even heard recently from, what was it? That little town, uh, that's just right there as you're going up into the mountains. We've talked about it before. Um, you're talking forest falls. No, below that. So you're coming from Redlands Mentone beach. There. So Mentone. So Mentone from, surfs up. From from yeah, from, from Mentone to to where like, you know, the beef jerky little shacks and shops are. I right. heard they're developing all of even that. That's even developed. All the old river wash basin um, yeah. is developed. So California is just like they just don't care. Right. You know, they're just gonna put people where they can put them, they're gonna sell what they can sell. Um, you know. That's, that's why, you know, you live in a gem because that right. mindset is so far away. We are so yeah. lucky, aren't we, Robin? <clears throat> yes, we are. Excuse me. We're very lucky. We're very lucky. All right, so. Scott and Britt, I'm going to get off here and enjoy okay. my Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slowly uh, shut this one down for tonight. We've been going about an hour and 45 minutes. So, Robin, thank you for joining tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad you joined the show tonight. We've missed yeah. you. Missed you too. Scott, you have a good rest of the week. You too. All righty. Thank you, Miss Robin. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All righty there.
Uh, thank you to Miss Robin for joining the show tonight. Like I said, tonight's show was uh, it was pretty heavy, uh, but I was asked to go ahead and put this on the air tonight. And uh, we did talk about the the uh, Denali School uh, Denali uh, School District the uh, board meeting, and uh, it's kind of an eye opener. Well, I hope everyone got to learn a little something about it. I kind of, as Scott said, um, I kind of threw something out there just to kind of throw out the roles of our school board, of our superintendents, and uh, how things kind of work out there. And uh, Scott, thank you for being my co-host tonight. Appreciate it. You're more than welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just a guy sitting in Tucson, so. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be for but, long. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it it means a lot. Uh, it it means the 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 subject matter. It's 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 not what happened. It's 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 what it what it means, right? right. That's right. That's really the takeaway. So you know, it ma makes people's emotions and and their thoughts and their beliefs and all of it gets mixed up and bundled all together. And yeah, so we talk about it. We get through it. That's what exactly. we do. Exactly. All righty. Well, Scott, thank you. I appreciate uh, even taking all the all the hazing I gave you tonight. And uh, <laughs> you didn't expect the dueling banjos, did you? <laughs> no. I had to find a spot for it. You know, I did. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure this evening you'll sit back listening to the dueling banjos again. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's been a it's been a great show tonight. It really has. All right, Scott, I'll let you off the hook here. You want me? To, you want me to play your exit music on the way out for you? Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Scott, my co-host tonight, and also my best friend out of Tucson, Arizona. He was uh, nice enough to come join us tonight and be part of the show, and I appreciate it. With that, Scott, I'm going to go ahead and give you your exit music, and here you go. Thanks again, Scott. Thank appreciate it. Mr. Scott. And that is that is him leaving the room. He is uh, definitely a great guy. And I am really glad because see you later. Thanks, Scott. I get to uh, I'm happy enough to be able to get to see him next month. He's coming to visit us here and come and see us here in good old Alaska. Uh, see, I'm going to go ahead and let your music fade out there, Scott. <laughs> uh, sometimes I crack myself up. <laughs> anyway, for uh, all those that are listening here tonight, uh, make sure that uh, that you get the word out that we did talk about this tonight. And uh, hopefully they're able to listen to the show. Once again, I want to put out there, you know, these guys, uh, our, our school board and our superintendent, they have a lot to deal with. Um, you know, there's a, you're never going to win or lose on this side of the decisions. 
Um, I stated my case as to how I thought things may or should have happened. I want to thank Mr. Uh, our superintendent, Mr. Dan Poulter. So uh, being so elegant in the way he spoke at the closing of the meeting. And, uh, you know, we're very, very lucky to have him as a, uh, as a, our part of a, you know, part of our school district. All righty. I'm going to go ahead and shut this thing down here. I'm going to slowly do it. I do got a great tune for you on the way out. Uh, for those of you wondering, yes, uh, all the music I play here, I am licensed to play these musics. I am, uh, members of a couple different, uh, uh, organizations to where I have the rights to play this music. So if you're just kind of wondering, all right, let me get to, uh, this, just a reminder here, clear sky lodge, uh, is open Wednesday through Sunday. They open at 3 PM in the afternoon. And, uh, just a reminder that, uh, the grill is open till 10 Friday night coming up Friday night. They do have the pool tournament at seven 30 and Saturday, they're going to try and kick something off. Either, uh, they're going to try and doing something in the beer garden, whether it's cornhole or darts or something like that. And if the weather holds out, if not, they'll be probably moving inside, maybe trying to get, uh, trivia kicked off again. Also rough woods in down in Nenana open six days a week. Closed on Tuesdays, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and serving breakfast all day out there. Want to thank all the patrons out there, also uh, people that support the show here. If you can and you have the ability, please become a patron of the show here and help it out. Uh, it's what keeps us running here. And uh, also, we do have the fan page up. Uh, make sure you click on that fan page and become a part of it. It just opened up today. Uh, we do have the fan page as part of the Podbean app. Also, uh, if you want to become, like I said, a patron, the patron's uh, uh, button is also there. All righty, with that, I'm going to wind this thing up. Uh, just a reminder, uh, COVID testing here on Tuesdays from 12 to 1 here in Anderson. Uh, so if you do need that. Also, if you do need to get a rapid test done, reminder that those are happening also up there in Tri-Valley uh they're done by appointment only you can call 683-4433 to get a rapid test taken care of with that i want to thank everyone in our school district uh that tries to do everything they can and uh make things happen for our children i know that uh i hope moving forward that the focus is going to start being you know more on the kids right now a little less on the pandemic and uh make things happen. I want to thank all those people that, of course, here that, um, you know, that take care of us here in Anderson, in our surrounding communities here in the borough, from our EMS to our fire, to, of course, our law enforcement and our city workers. You can never forget our city workers here because they do a lot to keep our little towns running. They do a lot in the background. If there's one thing I can say, just show a smile out there and be kind, people. You know, get the word out that we're here. Make sure that you do press the follow button so that you can uh, keep an eye when we go live. Uh, we have been running a show once a week, uh, happening at 6.30 on Wednesdays. If uh, time permitting, we we'll may go back to our Tuesday and Thursday shows again and get that going again. Okay, that's pretty much all I got for tonight. Uh, once again, thank you for 
joining me here on the show. I look forward to seeing you guys all again. Uh, keep an eye out. Like I said, uh, become make sure that you follow it, and you can also become a uh, part of the group, our Facebook group, which is The Pulse in Anderson and Ninana. I also post updates on there as to when we're going to have shows and also throw some impromptu shows in there every now and then. But currently we are on the Wednesday schedule, Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Thank you all again for joining. Be safe out there, people. And you know what? Be kind. I'm going to go ahead and roll you out with one more song here. This is Denali Burrow Brett, and I am signing off. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Chips are down. The winter over, I see the tables turn around. She's been the hard way, I can feel it in my bones. She'll be making my day, not another night alone. It's time for a windfall, not a single minute too soon. I've been too long overdue, now I'm gonna shoot the moon I bet it all on good, run bad luck Seven come eleven and she could be my lucky lady And I'm gonna find love coming on the bottom line I've been to the table and I've lost it all before. I'm willing and able, always coming back for more. Squeezing out a thin dime till there's no one hanging on my arm. I've gambled on the third time, a fool will tell you it's a charm. If I'm betting on a loser, I'm gonna have a devil to pay. But it's your only game I know to play, it doesn't matter anyway. I did it all on good, run bad luck, seven come eleven, and she could be my lucky lady, and I'm gonna find love coming on the bottom line. I did it all on good, run bad luck, seven come eleven, and she could be my lucky lady, and I'm gonna find love coming on the bottom line.